0: Welcome to the Water to Learn podcast. I'm your host, Francis Tapon. This is the third episode that I've had with Sim Blanchard, at least the third one in 2022. We go all over the map in 23 minutes, so it's a smorgasbord episode where we talk about what he's been up to, hiking around Spain, the Triple Crown, why he's going after his genealogy, and maybe why you should do your genealogy as well and try to find out where your ancestors lie. Talk about Mont Blanc, a mountain that I somehow managed to hike up and down and he is making an effort this year to go all the way around and he'll explain why he wasn't able to do it the first time around we also talk about language learning i talk about why german sucks we finished the conversation talking a few minutes about china and you'll love this discussion this episode was sponsored by my patrons at patreon.com slash ftapon go there and pick up some sweet rewards for just two bucks a month Welcome to the Wander, Learn Podcast. I'm your host, Francis Tapon. In this episode, I have once again, Sim Blanchard. Sim,
1: how are you? Hi, Francis. Monsieur Sim, <laughs> ça va bien? Blanchard. On est
0: dans, Mar- on est dans Marbella. Estamos en <laughs> Marbella, which is a town in southern Spain. Let's get a quick update on your um, adventures in 2022. Yes. And what are your adventures for 2023? Oh, my goodness. Um,
1: yeah, 2022, um, I... Uh, Continued on the um, hiking the Camino de Santiago on the Del Norte, which goes along the coast of of, uh, of Spain on the north coast. How was it? Fabulous. Yeah, it's it, it, it's a lot more up and down. <clears throat> did you, how much of the Frances did you do? The whole thing.
0: You did all the Frances. All okay. So that. you're the perfect person to ask. Yeah. Which is
1: why? Which one's better? Oh, um, it depends what you want. Um, del, um, the I de- want hot chicks and bikini. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you get either of those. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, but the, it's, it's up and down, and you get a beautiful view of the coast <clears throat> on the Del Norte. And uh, so far, it's been fabulous.
0: Better than El Frances in the well, flat part? Well, kinda. the
1: Francis is, yeah, it's flatter. Uh, there's more people. If you want yeah. a group experience and, and see a lot of more people and stuff, then the French way is a little better. And Del Norte If you want more exercise It's and more up and down More up and down A little more remote You see a, a lot more A little bit more of the Basque Yeah Yeah Views to the ocean More ocean views Yeah, yeah I mean that sounds
0: bit. so much better Come on I mean I think most people Are listening to this podcast
1: yeah, honestly I like the Del Norte better. Right. But the Francais ray was great. And I did that part of that with Patty, my girlfriend, mm-hmm. and uh she really enjoyed it and we did all well, the we way to Finisterre, you okay. know, the very end. So
0: So did you, you didn't reserve huts along the way? No I
1: pretty much camped out way. No but when way. you went with Patty? Uh we went with a group, uh Spanish Steps. And that, they already had it pre reserved. They pre reserved, they took all of our stuff. From it place Patty to if you
0: had to camp with Patty, she would just like divorce you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, she says I'm not sleeping on the side of the road. No, I know Patty. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: She's she's, yeah. It's amazing that that she's she's been able to rough it at all. I mean, because when do you stay in a private room or do you stay in a? Like uh, and sometimes in a hostel. When we you were, when we you were started
1: working. staying in a uh, a private room in a hostel with a shared bathroom, and I learned that's not a good <laughs> a good thing. She wants her own bathroom, yes, so yes, I
0: yes. don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, I mean, a bathroom is yeah, hey, yeah. women. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> and I, their bathrooms. Yeah, it is interesting how women really. I mean, of course, everybody's gonna say sexist remark, but whatever. Listen, from experience. Women often want bathrooms more badly than... I mean, like a, their own private bathroom. Yeah, private bathroom. I mean, everybody bath- likes a private bathroom. Come on. Yeah, yeah if, yeah, if the price were the same, we'd all take a private bathroom, but...
1: The price isn't the same.
0: <laughs> exactly. It's a big difference. Um, interesting. Okay, so...
1: Yeah, this, this uh, company we had, they'd hold up big bars of uh, Belgian chocolate at the top of the hills. <laughs> oh,
0: really? <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, and so now the other thing is in this year, you are going to become a triple <coughs> crowner. A I triple hope. crowner is somebody who's hiked all the three major trails in the United States, the Appalachian Trail, the Pacific Crest Trail, and the Continental Divide Trail. And Simbala Char is going to be inducted into this prestigious uh, group full of smelly, dirty hikers. And you're definitely smelling, and you're definitely capable of doing it. So congratulations. Uh, not uh, yet, but you're, you're about 100 or 200 miles to
1: 180 go? 180 miles. Right. Yeah. So, so I'll be going in September.
0: And that's mainly in Montana?
1: Montana. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. There's there's Congratu- I mean,
0: I know it's, you're not done yet. You could get hit by, eaten by a grizzly or. Yeah. You and know. it's
1: too late for the, it'll be too late f- to get the award. So I'll, I'll get it, my award next I've year. I've never gotten my right award. Year. Oh, you have to. No, yeah. No. You we go at the same time. Okay. Scott gives us, uh, Williams. Scott Williams. He, he gives the award.
0: Nail me the award. No, but yes, I, I, should, I should go one time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is that but, in. Uh, usually
1: Keystone, uh, okay. or Colorado
0: you got to go to colorado to get your award yeah
1: yeah they have a big presentation I was in yeah. california Trauma was gave a speech there gave really? a presentation okay yeah all
0: right well yeah
1: yeah thank you though i'm i hope i hope to complete it
0: yeah 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 i'm sure you will i'm sure you will okay and so uh and no last time we talked to you, you were nearly killed died in like some weird crazy oh yeah did yeah. you ever figure out what that was
1: <laughs> you know now i think <laughs> it might have been a peanut allergy mm. in that the trail mix i had there may have been and now you have peanuts. covid
0: because you're just coughing all the
1: time yeah yeah <laughs> probably covid <laughs> peanut <laughs> okay. allergy i think that's what it is it but was, you're not some allergic kind of f- to peanuts yes i am i'm allergic to it and i'd, I'd stay away you from eat it. nuts all day long
0: i do but not peanuts i had no idea yeah 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 hmm. Sim Blanchard is the nut king. (laughs) I mean, you just love chia nuts, seeds and nuts, all sorts of nuts, walnuts. Nuts and berries and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what other plans do you have? You're going to go to Ashland as usual, right? Yeah, I went to Ashland You're Mr. Shakespeare?
1: Yeah, and we'll go go again in uh, October. Okay. And um, I have a new granddaughter, so I've been going to Nashville, stopping by there after Nashville and before Nashville Uh and seeing her and uh blair and so uh, i always look forward to that
0: Mm -hmm. what about your genealogy project and tracing your ancestors
1: yeah i've got fifty-three thousand um family that i've i've found that i've gone back and i've connected with a number of uh my cousins
0: aj jacobs wrote it's all relative yeah and he pointed out the fact that basically everybody on this planet is a relative or cousin of somebody that's else.
1: yeah. That's so. True.
0: Next time you see somebody that you get angry at and you dislike, or who looks completely different than you, just remember, he or she is probably your cousin. <laughs> that's
1: right. <laughs> yeah. No, his book inspired me. And oh, really? Yeah, that was it. It was, and and so I've connected with a lot of the cousins. Uh, I have cousins in Brazil, and we had like three big uh, reunions, family reunions there. And I, next week I'm heading to. Oslo, I have a cousin in um, Norway. We're going to go see where my great-grandmother came from. And I was just in Switzerland, and I got to visit where my great-great-grandfather came, came from. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I'm going to France to see where Blanchards came from. Blanchard. Blanchard. And then Northern Ireland, where my McFarland family came from. Well, they came from Scotland to Ireland and then over Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. And then Germany, uh, the Hesse area where a lot of my family came from. So. Now
0: tell people who are listening why they should consider chasing after their genealogy.
1: Well I think a lot of people uh, you, at some point in your life you go where am I how did I get here? What's
0: history? I came out of my mom's vagina. <laughs> Where <laughs> did your mom come from?
1: And who where knows? Did, Someone and, out of,
0: some other vagina. <laughs> well, where did your dad come from? And, some other vagina. And, and how did you
1: get your culture and, and your language? And why are you the way you are? And a lot of it is our I'm f- mentally f- retarded. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I grant you that. But, and it's something to, you know, that it, and not everybody is into that. You know, very few people are. But at some point, oh, some people will go, okay, you know, who, who am I? And uh, part of that is history and part of it's, you know, culture and, mm-hmm. and, um, and a lot of it's personal. And, you know, if you, you go, oh, here's my, my one of my ancestors was King Canute of of England in uh, mm-hmm. 1050s. Um, and so now reading about that, I go, oh, this is where, you know, this is what happened during that time. Right. And so it kind of gives you a better sense of history as far as where my family that i can trace came from so it hmm. and i'm interested in history and, uh, and and so that just gives me more reason to study certain areas of history what other projects do you have got going um uh, backpacking um i i was trying to do the tour de mont blanc uh part of it and oh, wow. now patty's gonna so you it. just
0: walked around i
1: started it but then i ran into too much ice and snow which i didn't suck up oh, like some damn. people don't. <laughs> I'm getting old. I don't want to tromp through ice and snow like some folks we know. God.
0: You know, there was a really macho, good-looking man who (laughs) hiked up Mont Blanc all by himself, solo. Yeah, he did it. And he started from Chamonix, and he went 48 hours to the summit and back. Oh, my God. Dealt with all sorts of altitude sickness. I mean, he was a really good-looking guy. Yeah, yeah. And he was was actually quite intelligent, too. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, he went all the way up to the top and... Tagged the summit and came back down all the way down on That's foot.
1: Amazing 48, 48 hours.
0: Yeah, from Chamonix all the way. To did the you top. sleep up there then? Who me? No, yeah. we're talking about some fictitious yeah. guy. That's amazing, Francis. <laughs> You're amazing. Yeah. No, yeah, I no sleep. Worries. I slept on in a hut along the way. It was kind of. Um, I felt like actually I did. Did I? Yes. There was a the topmost hut is like a roughly three thousand eight hundred meters. I want to guess, uh-huh. which is about a thousand meters from the summit. I'm guessing. Um, And anyway, I felt like crap. And the next day, when I woke up, I remember just taking about 15 minutes to grab the water bottle that was by my feet. Uh I saw the water bottle. I knew I needed to drink water. But the amount of effort that it would take me to get that water bottle, I just stared at it for about 10 to 15 minutes, just staring at it. And it was at my feet. And I was thinking to myself, Francis, you know, it's it was at that time it was like three o'clock in the morning so I got there at like nine o'clock at night, and I woke up at like two a.m. because that's when everybody else was getting or one a.m. and I just sat there and just looking at this water bottle and wow. I couldn't move and everybody was packing up and leaving and all energetic and I just had no strength in me no wow. strength in me I couldn't do it so I thought Francis you can't even pick up a fucking water bottle at your feet how the hell are you going to walk up a thousand kilometer uh, a thousand meters more. More. In the snow and yeah, summit this mountain. You just you can't you can't do it. So at that point I said, you know what, I should just go to sleep. And try to like get a few more hours of sleep. Yeah. And maybe, maybe I'll acclimatize miraculously in three, four hours. And that's what I did. Wow. And so when I woke up, I woke up around five AM. Yeah. The whole hostel or hut was empty. Everybody had long gone. Oh my gosh. And the guys were kinda of looking at me like, You're gonna go down, right? I'm like, uh, I'm gonna go up. <laughs> oh my! God. Like it's really fucking late to be going up the mountain. At we have five time. in the morning. or five It was like in the no, no, no. It's five six. It's five six a.m. It's five five six a.m. So I like thought, or maybe it was seven a.m. Anyways, that's late. Oh, it that's is. Late. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because they want you to summit there well before noon. Okay. Um, yeah. because it's it's just dangerous to push it, and so I was like, oh god. Anyway, I I. I somehow I had a, I, I was very weak still but I still had the energy to like go and I went all the way to the summit and then I on the way down other people were getting sick you know from altitude sickness yeah, yeah. and I eventually passed them and I just merrily went all the way down 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 I was so happy to be going down yeah and amazing. I finally got back gotcha. down right at sunset at the uh, by the end of the by the end of the day it was uh, a it was a big backbreaker but anyway back to you so That's Mont Blanc, it. you you kind of semi-circled it. Well, I right.
1: started, and there was too much. So Patty's going to come, and we're going to do half of it the other way from Chamonix to from Courmayeur to Ch- Chamonix, and then we're going to go over to Ma- to the Matterhorn in okay. Zermatt, oh, okay. and uh, and do some stuff there. I was going to hike from uh, uh, Chamonix to uh, Zermatt to the Matterhorn, but. It was there was just too much ice and snow for for me. <laughs> had
0: know. had you gone in let's say July or August, it might have been better. What month yeah. was this? What month yeah. was this? Uh,
1: this was uh, May. Okay. Yeah, late May. So I'm yeah. going to be going back. Uh, hopefully. Yeah. I think in I went July, September August. 1st. Oh, okay.
0: Which is kind of l- getting the beginning of the end of the season. If you. Oh want. really? Right, right. I mean, because yeah, it's September. It's, yeah, yeah. You're not. You know, that's when the snow starts to fall and things like that. But yeah. It was it's still gorgeous. kind of. It was. It was not bad on snow but it did have I mean it's glaciers it's permanent anything else going
1: on Um, I did a two week uh, German immersion program in Potsdam and And you did a
0: Portuguese one too and
1: I did the Portuguese one most of it I did about a, a week and a half now why are
0: you doing this is it just to simulate your brain And kind of, like, challenge your brain and, like, prevent Alzheimer's and things like that? Because you're a health nut.
1: Well, a lot of my uh, family in Brazil, they speak Portuguese, so I wanted to learn Portuguese. And then they also speak German because they're Germans. Mm -hmm. And they kept their language. And then a lot of my relatives in Germany. And and my mom actually spoke German when she was young. You know, she was Mm -hmm. German uh, from Wisconsin. Right. And so uh, it's kind of part of my
0: heritage. And I took it in high school but and I German took it in college. I German such an ugly language. <laughs> I, mean, it's really, I like German. There is no language in the world that's uglier than German. <laughs> Seriously. Come on. It's I remember once meeting this polyglot <coughs> who was, uh, his name is Marco, and he was from Italy. And he spoke like seven languages. Yeah. And he said, my goal in life is to learn every language in the world. Except for German. (laughs) Is that right? (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, my German instructor said that whenever um, Germans start singing, for some reason, it always turns into a march.
0: (laughs) 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 He was joking. Exactly. uh, And all of a sudden, there's a kick step that comes (laughs) up. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Very nice. Uh, Okay, so, but you're learning this stuff. But, I mean... It's probably really hard.
1: I found I am not good at languages. I love languages, and I would li- really love to learn, but, yeah, I mean, I can read
0: Do you, What's stuff. your best second language, Spanish?
1: Spanish, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, and, and I I can read this stuff okay. So you know how to say Taco Bell? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Un burrito, por favor. <laughs> <laughs> Una cerveza. Como, como, Grande. Como frijoles. Como frijoles. <laughs> how, how you been? That's <laughs> yes, right. Como frijoles is, yeah, how you been?
0: Yes, of course it is. <laughs> Okay, good. Um, and so you're learning languages, you're stimulating your brain, you're, yeah, you're failing not, miserably. I failed miserably, yeah. and I. And I so are you going to give up that quest to kind of, yeah, you're, yeah. you're retiring from your language learning?
1: I might I might learn to read and, um, yeah. Uh, learn
0: to read?
1: Re- read the, yeah. Why? Uh, just, you know, when I'm traveling, you, you can read Google the signs. Translate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you
0: can even do Google Translate with the signs nowadays. Do you know that? Oh, is that You right? can take just pictures. Yeah, okay. take pictures and it'll translate signs for you. Yeah. So it's like really not necessary to learn how to read it And more. just
1: about everybody speaks English anyway. Exactly. So. It's
0: the best language in the world. It's a badass language. You know, we're just going to take over. Yeah. We're going to get Russians <laughs> to speak English at some point. Chinese are going to speak. You know, there's more. Uh, the, the most, the country with the most amount of people learning English is China. China. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, right. yeah. Most of the Chinese I mean, And I had this right. debate with a Slovenian woman who kept saying that the lingua franca of in the year 2020s or the 2030s was going to be Mandarin. Mm. I'm like, I, I had this debate with her like 10 years ago. Yeah, I said, yeah. really? You think in one generation we're all going to be speaking, not all of us, but Mandarin is going to be the lingua franca? She says, yes. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. no. No. <laughs> And, it, it, and the proof of the pudding is the Chinese are learning English. Yeah, yeah. Right, the it, best language ever invented in the history of the
1: world. <laughs> it's a mixture of so many languages.
0: Mongrel language, as they say. Yeah, yeah, yes. okay. absolutely. All right, with that, um, any, any other cool things?
1: Next year, I hope to go to uh, China. My uh, son and his uh, wife and daughter, they're going to visit their family in Shanghai. Uh, yeah, my daughter-in-law's is First mom, time in China? Uh, no, they've been there quite a no, few No, you. Uh, I I've, I've stopped there at the airports, Beijing that and Shanghai. That doesn't count, dude. No, I know. No, <laughs> I haven't. So I want to go there and spend a couple um, a couple months there, and then go take the Mongolian Express and the Siberian Express uh, across to uh, Europe. All right. And I, I'm thinking of focusing on Great Britain mainly okay. next year.
0: What do you? Th- okay. Last question. What do you think is the future of China in the next 20 years? Let's say
1: what do i think yeah. well, okay i'm gonna think what i'm what i hope what i hope is that god, you and your hope shit yeah i don't know god. what's gonna happen
0: and nobody knows what's gonna happen but you can <laughs> so, take a, an educated guess okay, here's dude.
1: my ed, here's my hopeful educated guess oh god <laughs> no because
0: I, and then you're never, i can never say hey sim you were wrong i'm an optimist and you can yeah, say but it, i'm wrong no, but you, you're never going to be able to say run because today hey, say Francis. I was telling you what I hope happens, yeah. Not what is going to happen. Okay. And I don't care what you hope. I hope there's <laughs> world peace, but I know it's never going to fucking happen. So,
1: no. Okay. Uh, I hope
0: I win a billion dollars, but I know, it's, and there's a lot of things I hope about.
1: Okay, I think there's a chance <laughs> that um, that she uh, turns a corner, or they they get somebody else in there. That um, is more democratic and more. I mean, he's done incredible things Are with the economy. Are you kidding
0: me? you really think she's going to like?
1: He might. He might.
0: <laughs> God. You
1: know, especially when when the the country, you know, when they start to rebel and say, you know, when they don't give him another turn. I mean, they're supposed to have a term. They're supposed to have another Congress. They're going to have
0: a coronation of him, practically. Maybe
1: not. Thing. Maybe not. There's a lot of there's a yeah. lot of resistance. Do you want to bet? Um, okay. One dollar. One dollar. <laughs> okay. We got a dollar. Okay. We heard it here first. Big bet. One dollar. <laughs> okay. One dollar that by what? In five years he's not here? Well, that he's here? No.
0: I mean, he's going to be, uh, the, the, the new term is up, I think, either this year or next year. Or... Yeah,
1: but it's supposed to last five years, so maybe he won't last those so five So you're years. saying what? He's going to have a fourth term? I'm no, just
0: talking about that he's going to be reelected again for yeah, an unprecedented but I term. Don't,
1: but I don't think he's going to make it through that term. Oh, I is. see what you mean. Okay. okay I'm just okay. trying to
0: make, more, make my dollar back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Cause, cause well, luckily, it's all going to be inflated away, so it's going to be pretty worthless. That's <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> that's a good thing. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. What I'll do you bet. think? I think that she will be in power for the rest of this decade. Okay. So that's the bet.
1: So that's like, oh, okay. So that's another eight years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was just saying five years, but I'll go with eight. Okay.
0: Five years, six years, whatever.
1: Anyway. yeah,
0: good, good. So that's what you think is going to happen, and then all of a sudden it's going to be a rosy little democracy, and everybody's going to... Yeah, yeah. You're such an And
1: Hong Kong and Taiwan, you know, joins...
0: uh, uh, Joins mainland... Voluntarily... Voluntarily. And this is, by the way, this is from the same man, Sim (laughs) Blanchard, who said that Trump would lose... Forty-nine of the fifty states in two (laughs) thousand sixteen election, which of course Trump won. Yeah. So this is your you're listening to a political analyst that had that kind of prediction. (laughs) You can imagine how wrong he's going to be about this one. Yeah. But it's always nice to listen to your predictions. But I (laughs) hoped. God. All right, Sim. Uh, My prediction is that uh, China is going to be more or less like Japan in the nineteen nineties. Okay. In other words, so. In the 1980s, if you remember, and I've said this in other podcasts, I think. In the 1980s, Japan was, you know, Japan Inc. on the cover of Newsweek magazine and stuff like that. And everybody was fearful that Japan was going to be the next superpower and blah, blah, blah. blah. And also in the stock market peak, the Nikkei peaked at 39000
1: Land prices.
0: 39000 was the Nikkei average in 1989. And you know what it is today? Mm. It's below that. Still. Wow. Still everybody is saying the same thing about China. And mm. I just think the demographics of China are going to doom it because uh. they have a, this right now. They've got the sweet spot and they've risen because they've had this huge demographic dividend mm. of having these hyper-productive 30, 40, 50 year olds, even now 60 year olds who are the bulk of the population. Mm. But now that whole bulk, that whole generation, which was had, it, was very populous is going to be followed by one child policy, China, yeah, and all that bulky population. You think the baby boomers are going to cause problems? You old farts yeah. that are going to destroy our social security <laughs> in the United States? It's going to be ten times worse than China because they have they had seven children yeah. back then, and now they're getting supported by one child. Yeah, yeah. So as a result, they're going to have a colossal problem because they're going to have a huge retired geriatric population that are all going to be 70s, 80s, and 90s supported by one-child policy. They, those people, they can't pay enough taxes to support all those people. Yeah. And so yeah. I just think the weight of that is going to not just slow down China, but also potentially reverse it and then foment a revolution among the young people, the, the one-child policy people, and say, look, this whole communist bullshit and the communist party crap and authoritarianism, we need something new.
1: Well, the, hu- the other huge thing is with the one child, a lot of people would were, were very male biased, right? And so there's a lot of, right. you know, they just keep the males and kill the females. So and that causes a lot of problems if guys don't have their mates, they turn rebellious, yeah. And they and there's a lot of social unrest. So that right. may occur also. Also, right. I think free trade. They've done very very well with trading and and keeping right. that up. Of now there's a lot of tariffs and stuff and. And I'm, I'm kind of angry with Biden that he didn't cut, you know, knock down those tariffs that, that Trump threw up. And they're still in effect. So hopefully that that loosens up. But it, if not, then that's going to that's not going to bode well for China.
0: We will see. All yes. right. Well, thank you so $1 much. <laughs> One dollar bet. One dollar bet. You You've heard it here first. And anyway, thank you, Sim. We will return for the next episode where Sim will interview me about my ridiculous life. Oh, fabulous. Looking forward to it. And that ends this episode of the WanderLearn podcast, where we explore travel, technology, and transformation. If you'd like to see the show notes with links to what we've talked about, go to WanderLearn.com and click on this episode. If you'd like to connect with me, just remember FTapon. That's my first initial and my last name. FTapon is always my social media username. My website is ftapon.com. Do you want to leave me an anonymous voicemail where you can make a comment or ask a question? Then go to speakpipe.com ftapon. Furthermore, if you'd like to get rewarded for supporting my projects, then go to patreon.com ftapon. That's where you can pick up some remarkable rewards for as little as $2 a month. Now, five quick favors. Number one, subscribe to the Wanderlearn podcast. Two, download it. Three, share it four review it and five sign up for my newsletter at wanderlearn.com our theme music was composed by eric stratman this is france tapon encouraging you to wander and learn